0: Welcome to the magical realm of Seeking the Light of a Thousand Suns. Join us on this journey as we delve into the mystical world of eclectic witchcraft. Brought to you by Maya Rica, Gia Storm, and spiritual advisor Lily McNamara from lilyofthelight.com. Together we share our eclectic tips and tricks with listeners at any stage in their chosen magical path. Get ready for engaging discussions, diverse knowledge, and a community that embraces the sparks of magic in your life. Please follow and share our content so we can reach as many like minds as possible. Don't forget to check out our extras available on our Facebook page and website, wwwseekingthelightofa 1000 sunscom Thank you for listening.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us with Seeking the Light of a Thousand Suns. We are on to part two of The Claires. My name is Lily of the Light. We are here with Maya and Gia. How are you guys doing today? Good. Great. Awesome. I love it. So uh, we left off with actually Claire Gustin. so taste. So let's jump right into the very controversial topic of empathy, because a lot of people have some misconceptions about this one. And this one is uh, emotional transfer, embodies the feelings and mood states and motivations of the people around you. For me, I know that um, it's it's one that uh, is a gift that a lot of people have, whether they know it or not. They're just hypersensitive to the people around them. But then also, I feel the biggest struggle with this gift is discernment. Is this mine? Is this emotion mine? Is this motive mine? Is this impulse mine? So that's something that I struggled with for many, many years. How about what's your guys' favorite part or um, sticky wicket about Claire Empathy?
2: My sticky wicket would be that I
0: feel like um, with a lot of the things that i follow on social media and stuff i think a lot of people get clair empathy and empathy confused you can be empathetic to things around you and that includes birds creatures objects and things whereas clair empathy is like just a slight notch more um, where you're actually feeling the feelings associated, like um, for me, the the downsides of clear empathy. Well, there is good ones too. Would be like talking with someone, and as they're going through their struggles, your heart hurts, your throat gets a frog in it, you cry with them, you you become down with them, um, you see an animal get hurt, and it's like you can feel it like pulling at your heartstrings not just out of concern for the animal but more than that um it's really hard to describe I, I know, agree. Do you guys I- want to touch on that a little bit cuz I can give examples but I I don't feel like I'm expressing enough about what the difference is.
1: So um I have an example if if that'll help. So empathy, you know, Absolutely. You're being aware and sensitive to people's emotions and situations around you. And that is a human experience that I think everyone should have. Some people lack it a little bit, but that's life. Claire empathy. I'll give the, uh, probably the most profound example for me. And I knew going in that it was going to be hard. I went to a funeral And I didn't know the person very well. It was one of those like family friends that I met like when I was little, but my parents hung out with or something. And so we're at the funeral and I am um, in my late teens, early twenties. I'm still, you know, fairly young. And I clapped my hand on the back of the pew. It's, it's a Catholic funeral And I start just like barely being able to hold on. And I ended up like kneeling and everything. And it's because I felt everyone's grief wave over me during the funeral to the point where it was overwhelming. And even though like I knew this human, but didn't, I certainly was not curled up in a ball for this human. I didn't know them well enough. Um. But I was feeling everyone else's grief and my mom was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I, everyone just loved her a lot and I'm just feeling it. And it was actually so overwhelming that, um, after mass, I was put into the back of a car that was going to stay at the church and like placed in the car. Like my mom walked me out and was like holding my arm up and she put me in the back of the car and I was like, I cannot go to the burial site. I, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't think I can stand. And so I literally just like curled up on the back seat of the couch for like, or back seat of the car for like a few hours. Um,
0: you know, yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Cause that must be a common theme with Claire empathy mm-hmm. because before I learned ground centering and shielding, I had to actually call my doctor for Ativan before I could go to any funeral.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I think-
2: Yes.
0: Uh, same type of scenario. I It was so crippling that I was falling downstairs. I was knocking over, like, the flowers that they put up above um, on, like, pedestals and stuff by the casket. Like, I had no functionality at all.
1: Yeah, it's, like, it. it makes your knees weak. Like, it's overwhelming. You're almost, like, disoriented by this cloud of grief. And... I, I think that's a really good example. The other example is malls. Um, so the, if you have anxiety, if you are neurodivergent, absolutely. Like if, if you, um, if you're uh social anxiety, anything like that, introvert, malls are hard anyway, but if you are, you have clear empathy, that's a lot of energy and stimuli that you're feeling. And um when I was in my mid-teens, I actually like stopped going to malls because they were too overwhelming and I hadn't learned how to like ground or shield yet. And it was just so, and my mom, bless her cotton socks, she's, she's fabulous, like would get so frustrated because we would be there for like an hour and, you know, you're supposed to be there for like a couple hours, like get all your shopping done on the list. And and I would be curled up in a ball near a pillar going, get the car Like, I can't be here anymore. Now I can go to malls and be fine. The Mall of America is my favorite. But um, no, those, so funerals and malls, places where there are a lot of people and energy is heightened and there's so much energetic stimuli, Claire Empathy is real. And in those situations, I think it's important to to do the things that Claire Empathy needs. And I think as far as the Claire's go, Claire Empathy needs a lot of TLC to be effective and not be a hindrance at, at experiences that you have no control over. So I think that like grounding, centering, breathing beforehand is all very important. If, you know, if you know, you're going to a funeral, if you know, you're going to the mall, obviously do those things. If you ever get stuck in a situation where it was like spontaneous dance party, which sounds amazing until you feel everyone's energy. Um, go into a bathroom, go into a bathroom, whether it's a public bathroom, you know, lock the stall or lock the bathroom door, then do your breathing, then, then do your grounding, disengage from the energy that is overwhelming so that you can center and really feel your feelings and then go out with, with that, with shielding, with being grounded and centered. And that will help a lot. I think that this is one that needs maintenance as, as far as the Claire's go. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think it needs, what do you guys do to handle Claire empathy or think that would be healthy for people to know?
2: What about you, Gia? Sorry. So I know this one, this one's kind of a tough one because at least for me, um, You know, I feel it. I could feel it hundreds and hundreds of miles away, right? And, or by touching objects or hearing the same sound someone else is hearing. And for me, it's definitely, it's sometimes, well, it definitely becomes an overload of my senses often enough where I have to shut it down. Um, and basically just focus on it only when I truly feel it's necessary, but in, by doing so, when I shut it down, I wonder, are there things that I might be missing that I should be feeling that I'm supposed to be experiencing in that moment to either help someone out or. If I'm supposed to do something, so this is where Claire empathy for me. I mean, it's such a such a complex topic, and it's it's difficult to for me to be very black and white with it. You know, it's so much gray with it. I mean, I have to shut down often when I walk into a house, and I have my well, I had my real estate license. I chose not. To renew it recently just because the economy and it didn't matter if I was walking into a vacant house or not, the emotions left behind are always present and always strong. And if I didn't shut it down before I'd walk into each home I would not be able to do my job properly I mean it would be so distracting for me and so I often had to shut it down so I mean if if anybody's having those kinds of issues too I mean I don't know what the right answer is for you know turning it on and off but for me personally I have to turn it off often um and only turn it on when I, when I feel it's absolutely necessary. It's, it's a very powerful, it's a very powerful, Claire.
0: The one thing that I feel is absolutely beautiful about Claire empathy is if you can get a rain on it with grounding, centering, and shielding, Claire empathy also makes you what they call the wounded healer. Mm -hmm. And you are very, very good with, um, healing abilities as far as you know energetically projecting um Reiki um and other types of like energetic healing modalities as long as you can separate yourself from the person that you're working on and you've tuned yourself to those things
2: yeah it's it's the discernment
1: part it's um as, as someone who works with people on a regular basis and has clients, um, I have people who aren't trained, who aren't do this, like, say, oh, aren't you just exhausted? No. Like, it's, it's what you said. You have to be conscious of the situations that you're going into and you have to adjust your abilities like a dimmer switch as you need to. And... It's not supposed to be draining. It can be overwhelming at times, absolutely, like funerals and stuff, no doubt. But you grounding, shielding, this spiritual hygiene that we should all be doing makes that so much better and knowing the situations, you know, as they come up. So that's, that's how I, I feel about it. And let's touch on the difference so everybody... Again, this is part two of the Claire's. In part one, we discussed Claire sentient. And now we're going to discuss Claire Empathy. And I want to touch on the similarities and how they kind of hold hands. That, you know, Claire Empathy is a lot about emotions, energy, and motivations. Where Claire sentient is a lot about sensing and physical connection and and touch. So, like, feeling a, a spirit's hand on your shoulder, and i believe that these can happen at the same time as well as individually how do you guys feel about that do you think it's an either or or a both and for clairsentient and empathy?
2: i definitely think it's a both and
0: i'm kind of in the same boat um And I don't know if that's true for everyone, but I can say that I'm in that same place, that they come hand in hand and separately. Um, They're almost like a two-for-one special sometimes.
1: Yes, I love that two-for-one special. I think that also brings us to um, a myth that some people have that any gift should be used one at a time that that's not true for the most of them at least in my life like i can use my claircognizance and my clairvoyance at the same time i can use my mediumship with my alien. so like these two hold hands a lot they are like very very common to to come together but none of our gifts have to be one and done or done separately in in my experience as well as if that's how you roll you do you that is awesome but just letting people know that it doesn't have to be one at a time it can be five gifts at once if if that's that's how your spirit's rolling you know how how you guys like do you find that in your lives
2: i kind of swim in the pool of most
0: of them but i do feel that a lot of people tend that I see anyway, tend to only focus on one at a time, or they only focus on the ones that they have strengths that they know of. in. but yes, um, they are very powerful in combination with each other in many instances. But if you're not grounded, centered and shield, like you said, the emotional hygiene, it's too much. I mean, it, it, it can energetically, physically, and mentally be overwhelming
1: oh yeah, and that that's not what you want. you don't want burnout or anything and um yeah every everyone just needs to learn learn and adjust to to what works for them, and there are some gifts that are dormant or secondary or less used, and they can come out at at the strangest times like. When um, I think we talked a little bit about it in part one, that I I like a dog licking peanut butter off their gums. Like that is the like way I get with Claire Gustin's like I will just start like smacking and moving my tongue around like it, it looks very comical. If someone ever gets it on camera, please share it with me. But it's like it can come out of nowhere and you're just like, oh, man, that's that's a that's a bubblegum flavor. That's. Cousin Earl or whatever. So sometimes they can just come out of nowhere and, and surprise you.
0: Gia, I know that you use a lot of them at once m- most often.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I it, It's. I get I have this like it, it's pretty much the same. Like I swim in this gigantic ocean with most of these every single day. And it takes, it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of mistakes to really be able to learn to balance them and go about each day. Having them, I, I don't like. For me, it, every, it's all like, it's like an abstract painting. Okay, it's not. There are no clear cut lines between these, between the clairs, or the tellys, or any of them. It, it's really just this, this, this beautiful mixture of all of these different colors, and. It's almost, for me, I I always, I always like to say when, when the universe needs me to know something more importantly than the others, then that clarity will shine through the brightest at that moment. And then I go with that and I trust that process. And that allows me to really enhance upon what it is that I'm supposed to learn from those messages. If I'm supposed to help heal someone, if I'm supposed to shield, if I'm supposed to relay a message to someone else, et cetera.
1: I love that. That's, that's awesome. And I love how you explained it that it's, it's, it's a beautiful color. And as you were saying that, I was like, Oh my gosh, yours is almost like, you know, a beautiful abstract watercolor painting. You know, yes. all the colors are beautifully blended and move and fluid. And it all makes this picture that's all encompassing and, and evokes emotion as well as knowing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is really powerful for you Gia I think that's how how like when you're explaining it that's how I took it like does that make sense that was actually spot on and I'm really glad that I <laughs> that I guess that I that what I said made sense <laughs> yes you are a beautiful watercolor of psychic ability I love it I love yes, it thank you um and but that brings up we all see our abilities very differently like Gia is a beautiful watercolor. I always tell people I'm a Swiss army psychic. Like each of the tools is neatly packed away. Each of the tools (laughs) has a purpose. And, and it's like for a job, you can use more than one tool. Occasionally you need the corkscrew and the little knife. But, um, so mine looks the way I interpret my gifts and the way I feel about them. They're always in my pocket and I can feel them and they're next to me. And I know they're there for me and I can pull them out and very calculatedly choose what to do for a situation like a swiss army knife and we all see our gifts very differently so like that's how i see mine is is i always tell people like oh yeah i'm just a swiss army psychic i just it's just always in my pocket just hanging out and yours is a watercolor uh <laughs> maya what what's yours what what you got going on are you a painting a pocket knife what you got <laughs> i'm kind of like a light
0: bright. Ooh, yeah. You I take
1: those, those things,
0: you take those little pegs and when you want the light to show up, you plug it in the hole.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: So it's yes. kind of like the Swiss army knife in a sense, because, but I think the, the way I'm explaining it differently, would it be, it sounds like you can intentionally whip it out as needed where it's where me, it's more so I have to probe. If that makes sense. It doesn't just drop in. I, that makes I, sense. I have to probe for it.
1: It does. It, it makes a lot of sense. And that brings up gifts are natural and you're born with them and they are work. So if you just sit there and it's like, I'm going to get the psychic ping. That's not always how it happens. Some of us have to light bright it. Some of us have to mix two different watercolors together, two different paints together there to get the the effect we want. Like it's, It really is individuals and I'm going to do a shameless self plug because I just finished writing a membership to help people discover their spiritual gifts and how they're going to work with them. So if you want to learn, if you're a Swiss army knife or a light bright or a watercolor or whatever, you may be a garden and that would be awesome too please go to lilyofthelight.com and schedule because this, this is, if you couldn't tell, we love this stuff and we get totally into it. And if you want to learn more about your gifts and abilities, that is awesome. I,
0: so how long is the session?
1: So, um, the first session is usually 30 minutes and, but the program is a year and a day. So you'll be able to transform your abilities and get on point and do them with discernment and grounding in a year and a day with monthly visits. And then throughout the month, you get a bunch of other stuff with the membership. It is wild. Like, my memberships um, aren't inexpensive. I will be honest. Like, you actually have to commit to this because it's a lot of work. But my my competitors, people around me, like they're doing it for three thousand and five thousand dollars a month, and I am not charging that because, quite frankly, that makes me pee a little. And I'm not. No, <laughs> I, I actually, I, I want you to get the most out of it while committing to it without having to go into debt. Would be just lovely. <laughs> so it's an actual
0: program where you, um, where you on a schedule, um, build upon all of these things then, correct?
1: Yep. You discover what your gifts are. You discover how you ground, how you center, how you shield. You use the gifts. You're given exercises every month to be able to build your gifts. You have to journal every month so that you can keep track of everything and then we'll keep track of your progress. Um, so it's, it's a full program and I love it. And I just finished it. I don't even think I told you guys about it yet. You didn't. It is, it is that new. It is something that I've been working with my marketing team and we haven't even rolled it out yet. So this is, for those of you listening, you get first, first crack at it. And awesome. it, is, it is amazing. Um, I love it so much because I wish there was something like this around when I was little. I got a mentor that I saw like a few times a year when I first started and it, it was, it was awesome. I loved her, but I wish there was something that was like a course I could take that right. really, and most courses are only over a weekend. And it's like, well, that's great for the weekend. You make a lot of progress, but I want this to be, y- I want you to use your skills. Like I use mine every day without, without shame. I want this to be incorporated into your daily life, not just one weekend that you carved out of your busy schedule. Awesome. So yeah, so that's that's my shameless plug. Please go if if you want to learn more about your gifts and really rock them out, please let me know. The next one, okay. Now I'm going to preface this by saying there are no favorites. No gift is better or worse than the other. I really like this one, mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. This one is the shit. Claire cognizance. Oh yes. It is fabulous. It is clear knowing. It is just knowing. It is the gut feeling. This and clairvoyance are the two that I use probably the most in my business, but then also like dealing with my family and taking care of my family if they need anything. Um, I, I love this one. I I'm going to hand it over to the both of you because seriously, I'm going to squee the whole time and I'm going to go up on tangents. And, and so what do you guys think of the fabulous Claire Cognizance?
2: Oh, I love it too. I mean, I think actually, I, I actually pick favorites, but then I end up favoriting pretty much all of them um, at some point or another. I love this one. Um, It has helped me to avoid bad situations so many times.
1: Oh, the warning bell, Gia. Yes. Talk about the warning bell of claircognizance. The danger Will Robinson, if you will. Yes. yes. So when I was a teenager...
2: I did not heed the warning, the warnings. And it wasn't until a little bit later on in life that I finally, I mean, I always knew, but I finally embraced this ability in full, even to the point where if I go to, Pick up my phone when it's ringing. I get a yes or a no. And if I get a no, I'm not taking that call because it is that gut feeling that, and this sounds it just sounds a little goofy even when it comes to like a phone call, right? But whoever's on that other line might actually attack my energy at that moment, and so pressing no. I'm utilizing what I was given as this knowledge to not answer that call and not deal with that shit. And I love it.
0: Well, and and when you honor your abilities, you're actually keeping them tuned. Yes.
2: And you you feel it everywhere. Even even when you you know, you go to the grocery store, right? And or or you go to sit down in a restaurant, I, the restaurant one because I I am very particular about the way food is prepared um i have I have a very diverse palate, and i I'm a bit of a food snob, and I know from this ability if the food that gets put in front of me has gluten in it, which I'm severely allergic to, or if it was not prepared in a sanitary way. So like the more, yes, like like you said, the more you acknowledge it, the better this develops. And it even can get to the point where you could, you could go to a restaurant, sit down, and someone puts your food in front of you and you hear a do not eat that in your head. And you don't eat it. And thank God you don't eat it because other people at your table might have complained about throwing up that night or having diarrhea, right? You can tell them to, but then, of course, then you'll have to explain exactly how you know it, and not everybody understands that, so sometimes we all have to live and learn.
1: I think you bring up a good point about um, you can use it. Your gifts are meant to be in your daily life, and while there are epic and awesome psychic pings that you can get with your Claire's and other gifts— that can change your life like in huge ways. There's also the, should I leave now to beat traffic? Mm -hmm. Should I eat that? Is this going to upset my tummy? You can use it to answer any and all questions with that. I warn that you don't jump in. And now every single question you have becomes like a psychic question. Um, because yes. I've seen people do that and it becomes all consuming and it's just really not healthy. However, like you can use it in any aspect of your life. So Gia, you use it when you go to restaurants. Mm-hmm. I use it at the grocery store. I mm-hmm. sit there and I'm like, okay, body, because what does my body need? But then also what does my soul, what is my soul attracted to? Mm-hmm. And that's how I pick produce. Because it's, yes. you know, I... I don't eat the same foods all the time. And so it's like I I will randomly get cherries and be like this is this is what my soul needs. And guess what? Day 1, whole bowl eaten. Like, <laughs> oh, I must have needed that. And so it's it's really amazing how we use our gifts and our abilities are able to help us in so many aspects of our life mundane and otherwise i have had i set up when i was younger and i did this huge training for advanced energy healing in chicago um during that i set up a warning system in my soul for dating and i still use it to this day that was yes oh god over 15 almost 20 years ago now that i set that up and you can do those things with your gifts, with your intentions. And I set it up to be foolproof because let's be honest, anyone who knows me knows that no matter how psychic and in I am, the wind blew and that meant this complicated message is not me. I need it to be a giant sign getting hit with a two by four. And so I set it up that I would see specifically cop lights on a police car flashing and every single time it's it's been a no, and I have moved on, and it has been fabulous, so those are some of the cool things that you can do with with your abilities um as as you move forward uh, everything.
2: to add to that because I really like that you gave those specific examples too of how to hone those in um i'm i i used to live in colorado and there's there's a very different gun mentality out in the west but um actually which i think is, is spread everywhere but anyways we had a lot of shootings in colorado uh a lot of tragic tragic violence and <clears throat> shortly after a massive tragic mass shooting occurred um in the Denver area when uh the next halloween rolled around i was taking my son to the usual place i go i used to go in colorado springs because all the stores on this historic strip would do trick-or-treating for the kids. And I was there. And then I was gonna take him downtown for the store to take him to the stores there. And then I I kept I kept hearing a no downtown. No downtown. So I said, okay, you know what? He's gotten enough candy, right? So we loaded up in the car. I looked at the exit for downtown again. And then I heard no <laughs> in my head. And so I drove past it, started taking us home, and my ex-husband texted me while we were still driving home and asked if asked where we were. And I told him And he goes, stay away from downtown. I said, why? And he goes, there's a mass shooter and downtown is locked down. The range of emotions I felt. And my heart pouring out to those who are affected by it. Absolutely. Just unexplainable, but. It is so. Important to listen to your claircognizance because it's it's there to keep you safe as well.
1: Definitely, your gifts are there to aid you in your life. And Gia, you reminded me of something. Switching back to empathy and clear empathy, mm-hmm. it can happen on a global level. Yes, so. Um, using, as we are in the U.S., let's use some U.S. examples. I still yeah. remember the world slowing down when the towers fell. Oh, my God. I still remember that yes. feeling. And I was in ninth grade civics class, and and they announced it over the speakers, and everyone, like, we had to turn on our TVs and watch the news, and that mm-hmm. never happened in school. Um and then recently, actually, with uh, Maui, with with the fires there, uh, I've had many people who are clear empathic say that it is very difficult for them and they are mourning too. Now, with that, with, with any tragedy, I want to be very, very clear about boundaries and respect. Your clear empathy is real and it's a gift and it's beautiful. But that does not outweigh the suffering of a people. So like if you were to meet someone from Maui and be like, oh, I suffered too. No, you had clear empathy. They ran away from fire. And so I want to be clear about that because that's something, a toxic trait that I have seen recently, specifically with this tragedy, that. People are claiming it as their own. They're not seeing it as Claire empathy. They're like, "This affects me." It's like it is. It does not affect you at all. It exactly. It is tragic, and you need to feel that, mourn that. Send them love, light, and healing energy. Send them toilet paper, you know, and any other supplies you you want to. Um, but that is that is Claire empathy can be felt worldwide.
2: Those are great points. I love that, and it- I love it, too, because I, I've I've known people who've been through really bad, large situations like that. And then also, um, I mean, I've personally been through wildfire. Actually been through the darn wildfire. Got long damage from the wildfire. <laughs> Spent the sleepless nights wondering if we were going to evacuate get evacuated in time before we'd burn down, um, (laughs) seeing the apocalyptic red skies and the smoke and hoping to God that the fire tornado didn't start. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that you brought that up because it, it, it is incredibly important to be cognizant of what people are actually going through.
1: Yes, and not claiming anything with your psychic abilities. So, yes. There there are many things that you have to have shielding, grounding, boundaries and ethics with as you learn your gifts because if you leave and your throat hurts just as much as your friend's does but they're the one who's sick, that's not good. You're not meant to inhale anyone's illness as your own. you're. If you're a healer, you're meant to heal them, not taking it on yourself, but put it up into the universe or down into Mother Earth. So it's using your gifts in a really responsible and ethical way is important because these gifts are cool and awesome. And learning the foundations are super important and healthy. And I, getting up on my little soapbox, I have a real problem with people who don't. I have severe issues with people who don't do ethics don't do boundaries don't do grounding and they absorb everything and they think that makes them more powerful or more special like i am such an intense psychic that i feel everything (laughs) sweetheart if you are too stupid to shield correctly and you feel everything that's a you problem like that is a problem that is you and it's, it's not to bash on anyone. Some people, they just don't know. And, and yeah, and, and please seek help. You know, we're here to help. But the, the thing is, is that some of these people know, and they still do it that way. And it's like, you, I, I actually refuse to touch those people. When those people try to like hug me at events, I'm like, don't touch me. Cause I have yeah. had women say, um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's always been women, no shame, but it just random fact. They come up and they hug me like, oh, you're so negative. I'm going to take all that away. <laughs> and I pushed this bitch off and I said, my energy is my own and I do not consent. Like whether I'm negative, positive or a straight up C word, it's me. Like you can't take anything without consent. So please be mindful of that. So that's my little, my little. PSA of the day so
2: just want to say I'm right there with you I actually when I go out in public it's almost like I I put a bodysuit on no I don't porcupine make a hug I know I'm like a hug might lead to a punch just FYI so Ah. you know like don't hug me not unless I invited you to hug me which is only in my small inner circle you know
1: at least you're upfront about it so people mm-hmm. it's a surprise, so <laughs> the last Claire of the night is Claire tangency, and it's the natural ability to know meaningful and pertinent information when you touch things and so another synonym they're not exactly the same, but synonym is psychometry being able to psychically read an object clearly to get information from that object, and I Here's the thing. This was just handy. Let me tell you what. (laughs) It's just handy. You go thrifting. You go anywhere and get some hand-me-downs from somebody. I have gifted forward many things. And I'm always like, I straight up told someone, I got a gorgeous hat from somebody But it made my face just look stupid, if I'm being honest. It had a brim that made me look like a giant moon. It was awful. But it was a gorgeous hat. And I knew someone who loved this style hat with this brim that actually looked good on her skinny little face. And I gave it to her and I said, I kind of want to be clear. This needs to be cleansed before it goes in your house here. Because I had got it from someone that, that wasn't a very nice person. Um, as like a hand-me-down and I was like, I cleansed it, but you, you're going to want to like cleanse it again before you get it. <laughs> and so, cause you don't want that on your head.
2: No. It's your connection
1: to universe just covered by poo. Well, I think of it this way.
2: You don't want to end up with an Annabelle either.
1: No no <laughs> I,
2: mean, I just well, gotta throw that out there because we're getting we're getting into the spooky season i'm a spooky kind of gal and,
0: and i'm gonna have nightmares Ugh. i'm
2: sorry oh. well don't don't buy weird looking ass dolls i like, don't don't go into the thrift store and buy a weird ass doll like
1: no don't never it. um on a on a cool side note as we're getting <laughs> into more of the spooky season i actually was on a radio show recently where we did one uh one question readings. And so people got to call in and message in and get uh one question readings as as the spooky season's getting closer. And it was a lot of fun. I am I can't wait to do it again. It was on AM 950 uh with Greg B on Ghost Box Radio. It was just oh I love that kind of stuff. So for all you spooky people out there, welcome. We love having you here. And as, like, we're still going to talk about this last, Claire, but I want to remind people to like, share, follow the podcast. We would love to grow, hear from you guys. And of course, if you want to hear a different topic or are super into something and want some more details on it, bop it in the comments and we will do our best to get it recorded as soon as possible that our schedules allow because we're all adults who have adult lives. But we want to make sure that we're engaging with you and that we're interacting with with you guys. Um and my would you mind telling me everywhere we are because that's that's something that I I'm not good at. Like I we're on Apple? No, we're not. We are, I don't know. Okay, you go. What? Where can people find this podcast? I know it's on YouTube. Oh, um we're on Spotify we're on
0: iHeartRadio, we're on Apple, um Podbean, uh, pretty much any of the major um podcasting places we can be found on.
1: Perfect. So guys, if you can't find us on one, I'm sure you will find us on another. Continue to watch, listen and enjoy. So, uh that is my remembering to do that. I love about Claire Claire tangent that it's I had uh, one of my trainings when I was super young when I was still a little baby and we had to do training where we had to trade objects with another person in the class and this this woman gave me her watch and I could describe to her exactly what her bathroom looked like. Because that's where she kept the watch. She took it off at night in the bathroom and put it like in the jewelry tray. And then I also could describe every fight she had had with her husband in that bathroom. Because they always fought in the bathroom, like turning on the shower so that the kids wouldn't hear. And so wow. like that, all of that is packed into that, that one object. So, I mean, that just goes to show you cleanse your house, cleanse your objects. If you wear them a lot, I cleanse my hats on a regular basis. Because as most of you know, my, I, I wear hats all the time. I think that that Claire tangent is just useful and amazing, and you can get a bad vibe from something like even if you like it a lot at a shop or a store, and it's like ooh, but I get a bad vibe. Maybe it's because it's going to rip when you're wearing it to that fancy dinner. Don't buy it. <laughs> like I your yes, back.
2: I want to play um a really fast game. I know we're we got to watch our time, but um I would like. To really quickly ask you, ladies, and ask you guys an example, and tell me which Claire it falls under. Oh, I was muted. Bring it on. Okay, sweet. (laughs)
1: Let's go. All
2: right, I'm gonna bring out the big guns right now. And Maya, I don't want you to to go back too much into this
1: memory because i know it was
2: scary but damn it (laughs) all right here's the example gold camp road colorado springs we're in a car we're driving in an area that has been filled with violent history we stayed in the car we did not touch anything outside of the car Yet, we each got separate experiences that ranged from hearing voices, hearing screams, seeing images of past incidents, and a sense that had us wanting to run out of the hills.
1: Ooh, okay. So and those clairs. First one you said was clairaudient, hearing voices and screaming. Second <laughs> one is clairvoyant, seeing things that uh, have previously happened. I know it's a subcategory of clairvoyant. The third one, getting a sense. Is it clairsentient No, is it clairsentient or clair empathy? Mm. that one is a tricky one i agree it
0: is um for me it was that warning bell warning bell get the f out Mm
2: -hmm. there you go yes
1: we had that okay yeah a nice little mixture in there i love it i love it was also
0: like the fear and the goosebumps and that kind of thing too so that would fall under the um
2: uh not not clairestients. Um which one would that be? Um
0: where you're feeling the energy. Uh, yeah, that is kind of clairestience.
2: Not in the way we described it though. Okay, my my next one is I'm going to use an example from a pre from our previous podcast. You're lying bed next to your significant other. You're abruptly woken up by the smell of a fruity chemical smell. When you recognize it, you realize that your significant other who is diabetic. Needs insulin. Immediately, what Claire is that?
1: Claire alien for the smell. Yes. Claire cognizant for the knowing that he needed insulin because of the smell. Ding 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 ding. Woo! there okay, we that's... need a show? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only examples I could come up with. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I think we should play games way more often. That was fun. So those are the Clares part one. Again, please go back and listen if you haven't listened to it. Part two, this is, we're just wrapping up here. Now, I would like to talk just briefly my little teaser because you know I'm a little ho that way. Um, the next episode we are going to be doing is going to be the Tellas. So, these are more spiritual and psychic gifts. So things like telepathy, telekinesis, teleporting, that is all going to be discussed in our next episode. So please everyone tune in and make sure to like, follow and share because we are all here to to serve you and make sure that you're getting the information that you need in a fun and entertaining fashion. You couldn't tell, we like to whoop it up up here. So- <laughs> Thank you everyone for tuning in. Are there any final thoughts about the Claire's that, that anyone has?
0: I just wanted to give an example because a lot of these, we were kind of giving examples of how to tune in or, you know, practice with them. And I loved that Gia brought up, you know, when our phone rings, the yes or no, um, for the Claire cognizance, um, Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that I found really helpful for fine tuning that for me, I can't actually take credit for it was taught to me, was using the red light, green light. Yes. So you can use your body as a pendulum and, and yes or no. Uh, Another way of um, fine tuning this is, is what really helped me a great deal is if you're thinking about a traffic light. Um, and traffic light, I, the reason why I say traffic light instead of just, um, red light, green light is because the yellow is proceed with caution. Um, so if you wanted to tap in and play around with it, just play with it in all different scenarios and examples just for fun. Um, and try to imagine a traffic light and see what color you get and then honor it whether you believe it or not or whatever honor it once you're honoring these things they become more and more fine-tuned and you become more and more correct i
1: love that traffic lights. i love that yes yes every and put your traffic lights in the comments let's see what's red yellow and green for y'all and it's trial and error, it's self-discovery, it's a journey, it's meant to be fabulous, it's not meant to be quick. Savor it, it'll be wonderful. A nice way to do clear tangency is with crystals and healing stones, and that'll also connect you to nature. So if you start with holding those and feeling their energy and reading their energy psychically, that'll get you in a really good spot to be able to do this. Um with other objects and then you can also do it with um your own objects but also with other peoples so that your bias isn't in there um you know pick up a friend's watch or or something like that that's always lovely i love the clairs i think they are really the bedrock the foundation of spiritual gifts they're the ones so commonly talked about that's why we talked about them first We want you to be able to use them and be the heroes of your own story and be able to create with them. And remember that if you have trouble or need help, you can always schedule a session with me. You can always tune into more episodes. There are resources out there for you, and we want to make sure that you're getting them um, and that they're accessible to you. So, uh, Gia, any final thoughts about the Klairs?
2: No, I think this was an amazing discussion. So thank you. Thank you both.
1: Wonderful. All right, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to Seeking the Light of a Thousand Suns. Make sure to like, share, and follow if you are so inclined. Tuned in for our next episode, which will be about the Tellas. I am fairly certain we are going to have some very interesting examples for our next episode. You're not going to want to miss it. We appreciate all of you. We want to help all of you. Please comment if you need anything. Go forth and have lovely evenings, everybody. Bye.
2: Bye.